Hey everybody, this is Chris from Sorcerer. You're watching CMS TV. Metal. I know. Well, you want you want to continue your hate? Yes, please. Or this might this might soothe some hate. All right, pick this, up the ball and run, Mister Aiken. All right, this might soothe some hate. So, you remember a couple of weeks ago? Was it last week or two weeks ago? Whatever. We were talking about journey suing journey. Yes. Well, and remember how we talked about how Neil was the manager of the band? Yes. Well, they have. They have hired a new manager. <laughs> okay. His name is Herbie Herbert Jr. No, he's no. dead. Herbie's dead. Junior. Oh, Junior. Like the son, yeah. you know what I mean? Like he's Harry picking. Herbert. Yeah. <laughs> no, they actually got a, a legit guy. Okay. They got um Def Leppard's guy. It's a neutral party. Yes. They got Mike Kobayashi who is the man who oversees uh, Def Leppard. You know, you can't trust these slopes. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, it's nice seeing you, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> now, this one you can censor because this is going to be released to the general public. Yeah. To the, because, to the, you know, the word slope is out of control. Yeah. Well, there is that, that Asian hate thing. Yeah. Hate speech. Yep. All right. So go so ahead. Anyway, uh, the band, which was previously managed by Neil Sean and Jonathan Kane, has officially recruited Mike Kobayashi, who also oversees fellow iconic rockers, Def Leppard. Okay. And you can catch them at the local hibachi grill, making your, <laughs> <laughs> making your uh, onion, uh, yeah, uh, volcano. onion volcano. <laughs> volcano. Yeah. yeah. And they have the, they have the little guy that pees the, Oil that lights on fire or whatever. Yes. <laughs> the hibachi might be the dumbest form of restaurant, but it's still fun. And it's good. It is good. Oh, it's delicious. It's delicious, but it is the dumbest. Are you, are you guy that participates? Or are you guy that's like, leave me the fuck alone? No, I, I'm a guy. Leave me the fuck alone. Just give me my food. But I'm, I'm going to tell you, dude, that the, and again, I've been to several of them, whether mm -hmm. Hana or the one that's down in Cuyahoga Falls. Yeah. There, there's one to Hibachi Grill, I think it's called. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the one on the Kiss Cruise, uh, Don took us all out to dinner. Sure. Uh, I'm telling there's just something about that goddamn Hibachi Grill shit that is just delicious. It's great. I have never had a bad one. Me either. It, it's just absolutely phenomenal. The, yeah, the chicken oh, and the beef and the Fry, flied lice and no, flied lice. <laughs> you know what I don't like though? I don't even mind playing the game a little bit with the, with some of the stuff, yes. but I don't like them throwing the food at me. I haven't had that. 
I do not like that. They flip it and, you know, me with the long hair, it gets all in my hair. No, and I'm I've, fucking never had, I've never out. had that happen. All I've known is they flip the, uh, the, the shrimp uh, tails into their hat or some shit like yeah. that, but I've never had yeah. them flip food at me. Oh, no, there's a the place that uh, my kids love that place. So we go there every so often. And, yeah. you know, it's a great steakhouse, the, the Hibachi Steakhouse over in Aurora. And we go over there kind of often. You know, probably three three times a year. Okay, I mean, we, we go fairly regularly. All right, and and they do the fucking food flip. Okay, and and I finally this last time, I the guy was I, he's like, you know, holding it up like he's gonna flip it. And I was like, no, yeah, and he kept doing it. And then finally, I was like, don't flip the fucking food at me. And then it just <laughs> moved on because I dropped an f bomb. And meanwhile, there's right. like eight other people at the table. Did, did you get canceled at that point? No, I didn't. No, no canceling no. for you. Not at $40 a plate or whatever it is. They wanted their money. <laughs> they didn't want to throw away a half-cooked meal. Well, again, as, as silly as you say it is, that food is goddamn delicious. It's it's wonderful. It is. It, it, it's, it's definitely, and, and you're right. Everywhere that you go with that stuff, it's good. Every, I, I've never been to a bad one. I haven't either. The best one I think I've been to. Look at look at now, fat guy telling talking about food. How <laughs> ironic! But the um the best one, and I don't know if it still is. I haven't been there in probably six years. But Benihana's in Beechwood. Yeah, well, uh, you know, Don and I and some other people, we went out to the Benihana's out in West Chicago. Okay. And and then of course I went to the one on the Kiss Cruise and. You know, I've been to several others over the years and stuff. Sure. It's like I have been to numerous, you know, uh, hibachi style grill type things, and mm -hmm. every one of them has been been fantastic. Yeah. See, now I want to eat something. I know. Fuck it, hey! I got another hour and a half to go yeah, before I can I eat. Just, just chopping up that beef and that chicken yeah. and those and those shrimps and putting it in the fried lice and putting it <laughs> on your plate. It's like, man, that is good. It is good. And then you start eating it and it's like gone and like too quick. Cause you had to sit there for 30 minutes being hungrier and hungrier watching them cook it. Like, could you make up a whole nother plate? Yeah. It's like, all right, now that you got the appetizer done, let's get the right. real food going. Yeah. But they and it looks like so much when they, when they're bringing it out, you know, they bring it out and they're like, don't, 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 you know, putting out like 18 plates of the shit. And then when you actually get it, it's like a little plate of food. You're like, fuck, what is this? Yeah, but they're out there cracking eggs on the grill and yeah. putting them to the side and getting the rice out there and mixing it all in and chop, 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 chop with their yeah. little flippy, uh, their little spatulas and whipping it all around. Yeah. <laughs> all like, the while managing Def Leppard. It's amazing. <laughs> it's like, give me some of that, goddammit. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, let's go. Enough with the fucking flipping it around and <laughs> yeah, and stop flipping, uh, fl stop flipping those uh, shrimp tails into your hat. Yeah, throw, throw some on the plate here and get it over here. Yeah, enough with the big flames and the fucking volcanoes and all that shit. Just give me some food, <laughs> fucko. <Right. laughs> all right, as you were saying, yeah. they're being managed by the Def Leppard. Uh, yeah, so. Here's my question. I mean, the rest of this I can read, but it's all the same shit we talked about before about the lawsuit and blah, blah, blah. The question I have, did they agree to this? 
did some lawyer make them do this? I'm going to say it went to arbitration. And, the, and they, they universally agreed to go with somebody they know, Def Leppard. Well, I'm going to say, well, they toured with them, obviously. Several times, which is yeah. probably how they know this guy. Right. So, so to be, you know, the, this, this manager is a neutral party. It's not, it's not, uh, leaned in Neil's favor and it's not, right. you know, obviously Jonathan's favor or whatever. He's a neutral guy. He's an outside guy mm-hmm. and he's a, he's an arbitrator is what he is, you know? So, so if these two have input. He has to sit there and kind of decipher, well, Neil says he wants this or he agrees to that. And, uh, Jonathan says he has this grievance or that grievance. And this guy has to, uh, you know, kind of do a balancing act between the two. He can't be partial to either war. He's got to do what's best for his client. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, would you want to walk into that job? No. No, no, but, but knowing what I've learned about Neil, not so much about, uh, uh, Jonathan Kane, but more about, you know, Neil. Yeah. Oh boy. That's uh that's a tough cookie right there. It's just like, boy, here's, here's a guy who probably has some pretty high demands or wants or desires mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And he's a big rock star, so you know he's got big rock star balls. Sure. So yeah, it's, it's, I I wouldn't take that job for anybody, no. any amount of percentage. No thanks, but it's funny that the first comment on the on the blabbermouth story, tomorrow's headline: Journey files lawsuit against new manager. Yeah, of course. Then the next day's headline: Neil Sean sues Def Leppard. <laughs> It's pretty funny. It is funny. <laughs> what a dude. They're a happy band. Why is this happening to a happy band? Well, you know, desperate people do desperate things. That's, yeah. that's really what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this, at this point in the game, you should just be fat and happy. Yeah. But, but apparently that's not the case. No. So, I mean, do, does Jonathan end up quitting the band? Well, he's got, what, he joined the band in what, 81 or 82? 80, 80, 81, whenever Captured came out, because he wrote Hopelessly in Love, I believe. Right, right. So, so let's just say 81. Okay. Uh, so it's been 41 years, right? Yeah. So is he going to walk away from a 41-year investment? He might walk away from performing with that guy. Yeah. And still take his percentage. Yeah. He might take his, you know, he's a 50% owner. He might take 50% of the money and not perform. Well, maybe he's, he's, it's going to be like a bun E Carlos situation. Mm-hmm. Cheap trick. You and know, see, he's not in the band. He doesn't, or right. he doesn't perform, but he still has his percentage of ownership. Sure. And then the other thing I was thinking about is it, it, this clears up a couple of thoughts. Do you remember, I don't know, four years ago when they were fighting the first time, when Jonathan and Neil were fighting the first time. Over and Neil, 
over Jonathan's religious wife. Yeah, yeah. And, and Trump and all that other shit. Remember, Neil went out with a bunch of old journey guys and toured right. his journey through time. Yeah, they were they were doing the old stuff. They had yeah. Greg Raleigh and they they had uh, who else was performing with them? Uh Dean Castronova was in that band. Right. He, he and, was and Dean, Dean, you know, aside from his involvement in Journey and uh, uh Revolution batting, and Bad English. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's been involved with um Neil for four long, decades. Yeah, long time. Yeah. So I wonder if Jonathan was to quit and try to hold him accountable for the money if he just doesn't tour his journey through time. Hmm. Well, from, from a fan perspective, like, like you and I, mm -hmm. and, and we know a little in, well, you let me in on a little, the inside baseball. Yeah. 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 It's, it's really tough to accept or, or even believe that they're at this point at being 50 plus years in on this career and, and having these issues. I know it's amazing to me. This is a band that should not have the only issue that they should have is that the pillows weren't soft enough in the presidential suite, right? That is the only issue journey should be. Have. I mean, they have been successful for. I mean, at the highest level of success, arguably longer than anybody where they've maintained that high level. I mean, they're at the same level. They're just under the, the, the true legends. Don't you think they're not, they're not quite rolling stones, but they're that next level. Don't you think? Well, they're right up there with uh, Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. Another one. It's embarrassing what they've done to themselves. But. I agree with that. But, you know, and, and, and I mean, there's probably a lot of people that are embarrassed with what journey's done with, you know, one, one original guy and, you know, bunch of fill-ins from all over the world. And so, know. so, so it's just like what Pantera is doing now. It's, Hey, Hey, it's, hey. It's Pantera music. Now it's just, yeah. it's journey music. Well, I, I, I agree with it, that. It's foreigner music. Agree. I totally agree with that. Yep. And I'm good with paying money to see it, but these guys, especially Neil Sean and Jonathan Kane, the last thing these guys should be doing is going to court over fucking credit card spending. I would agree. I mean, that's just insanity. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh picking at the bones, I guess. <laughs> they really are picking at the bones. Oh my god. Hail and kill caller, you're on the air. But how do you know? How do you know that what um, Jonathan Kane is saying is true? Or, you know, like... You, we don't, what, what, what specifically are... What, what point are you asking about? If, how do we know if it's true? Well, I mean, just, just as a general thing, you know, we, we don't know... We don't know if what... Jonathan Kane is saying is true that that Neil Sean is, has supposedly spent all this money. Well, you know? let, let's we, just we put, I'm going to just tell you this, Tim, and I'm not going to get into specifics. There's somebody on this conversation that has inside information from <laughs> somebody who's 
close to the journey camp who kind of like knows what's really going on and we know what's really happening, not what's out in blabbermouth news. Yes. Oh, okay, cool. Whoa. And it's a it's a rare it's a rare moment that a fat guy tap dances like I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, I reckon I reckon you tap dance better than I would because I just fucking fall over and bust out of tap dancing. <laughs> Tim, it, it's just not, um, it's just not a happy it's not a happy tune like Tim James music. Well, you know that's that's a whole other subject. But Tim, Tim James music's going well, and I'm getting lots of gigs that are that are paying me very well at the moment. So life is good, and, and they, the records coming. Who, who, who are they? They who? Well. Uh, some booking agents. Some you yeah. you yeah. played a gig last night, right, Tim? I played. I played two. I played two shows yesterday. I sang for seven hours yesterday. Wow! How'd that go? Yeah, two shows. Really, really good. Yeah, was, they they paid me lots of money. I earned six hundred and sixty dollars yesterday. So I'm pretty Holy happy. Shit. I almost make that in an hour. <laughs> You, you you are smarter and richer than me, nearly. <laughs> this wasn't Johnny and the Rump Riders, was it? No, no, Johnny Johnny and the Easy Riders doesn't exist anymore. Oh, oh no! Yeah. Oh God damn it! What happened? We were and, waiting for and, the tour. Oh, God. Enough with the sarcasm. Yes, I play in the cover band. <laughs> it's so fucking what? Um, so fucking one, <laughs> and um, no, I'm, yeah. Well, I, I just, I just was gonna. I mean, obviously, you guys know more than I do. But really, I was just say you Tim? Tim, has there, has there ever been a point where we didn't know more than you did at any point? I, I think there'd be a few things that I might know more than you. Okay. Um, <laughs> but but um, I you know, I was just gonna say you can't trust these rich Christians. Really. You know, well, you go to church. Yeah, I, Are you not a rich Christian? I, I, I do. I do go to church, and I do love God. But there's, you know, when they when they keep saying, "Put your hand in your pocket," put your hand in your pocket. I, I'm a bit wary of that. Well, me, I, I pull the lint out, and I go, "Look, I've got lint in my pocket. It's for and sale on EddieTrunk.com." Then I give it to Eddie Trunk. <laughs> Yeah, and just on that Metallica thing that you guys were talking about. Yes. The, the, the crypt, I mean, anybody that really, I mean, that crypt, that crypt stuff was, the crypto stuff was, that was just a, a money-making scam. Everybody should just put their money under their mattress and be done with it. Holy you hear God. that, Chris? You hear that, Chris? Tim says you should just put your money under your mattress. Yeah, he's right. Yeah. He's right, you know. I could still have, like, Eleven hundred and fifty dollars instead of twenty three thousand. Good point, Tim. Are you willing to spend that on a Metallica ticket? No, no, I'm not. I was barely willing to spend the ninety dollars or the hundred twenty five dollars I did spend. <laughs> but it's Pantera, man. Yeah, I'm a concert buying daddy these days. I bought those tickets. Got Queensrÿche tickets for next April. 
Oh, you're going to Queensryche. I am. Wow, look at you. Queensryche and Marty Freeman in Pittsburgh. Nice. Really? Yep. Is it at AEG? It is at some place I never heard of before. I, I've driven past it, but I don't know it. It's um the Rexon Theater, I think it was called, in um in McKee's Rocks. Oh which is which is right over by the by the I'm, pinball place. I'm well aware of McKee's Rocks. I, I used to as a as a wee lad. As a very wee lad, mm -hmm. uh, five or six years old, my my parents used to take us to McKee's Rocks or McKee's Port area. Okay. And we would go swimming over there at the lake. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know As nothing a, about McKee's Rocks other than I've driven past and I've driven past this theater a few times. So I've sure. never been there, but. Yeah. But yeah, John, John, John and Brian that do the Talking Into Infinity podcast hit me up and were like, you want to go? I was like, fuck Yeah. So cheap. Yeah, so you're gonna go to uh, the the Pittsburgh area to go see Queensryche and Dave Ellison? Not Ellison, uh, Friedman. Oh, oh, Friedman. Marty Friedman. Oh, Marty Friedman and Metallic or Metallica. <laughs> Queensryche. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Now I thought he was in Japan, right? He is. He's making a rare a rare tour. And and what does he do? for his music i mean what is his he puts out albums i don't does, really I mean, listen does to he have like a band or a vocalist or is he just a guitarist does he do like solo stuff or what does he do the last one i think unless there's been one since the one i know was all instrumental but he has a killer band i've talked to a bunch of people that have seen marty and say that the band is ridiculously good so okay so any he, and he plays some some Megadeth stuff and you know. Well, well, what I'm asking is, does he have like a vocalist? And, I don't think so. So so he just plays like uh, his you know his solo stuff, but then he plays like Megadeth stuff. Yeah, acoustic Megadeth or not acoustic, but non vocal non vocal Megadeth. Okay. Yeah, it's thirty minutes before Queen's right comes on. I can deal. All right, fair enough. I'm sure it'll be good. Well, Queen's Rank will be good. I'm surprised you're going to travel, you know, an hour, hour and a half away from home to go do that. Well, now I can stop in at my own place by April and drink for free. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I can have well, a couple of drinks at Pinball PA Pub. Right. Well, you surprise me every day that the yeah. fact that you would actually travel to McKee's Rocks from your home to go see Mac to go see Queensryche. Well, I'm going to use it as spending a day in pinball PA because I haven't been to pinball PA in like a year. So, okay. you know, I probably should visit the business I own. Sure. You know, that might be, that might be good, especially now, now that it's looking like I might have to start traveling a little bit. So, again. so what does this, what does this uh, brewery thing situation look like? Are are they just serving the product there or are they actually brewing it there? Uh, I'm not sure yet. We, we haven't gotten, it, it's all up, up in the air at the liquor control board at this point. Okay. All right. So we, they have to do a walkthrough to kind of tell us what's what. Sure. And what, what modifications we need to make of the building and blah, 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 blah. And 
Then we have to take that to the landlord to make sure that we can do that and that the sublease is okay for doing that, blah, blah. I mean, yeah, I, I, get, I get all that. You know, it's, it's a lot of. So it's not really a done deal. It's, it's, it's in process. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a handshaking deal by all parties. Yeah. Basically, but, but, on but the, that's basically contingent on whether you're on the liquor control board. On whether you're allowed to do yeah. this. Okay. If the liquor control board says yes. All right. Then then we're a go. And there's no reason they shouldn't say yes. There's other there's another place in my in our plaza that sells liquor. So should okay. not be an issue. But they might tell us we have to put in, you know, drains or bigger bathrooms or something sure, like that. You. But you getcha. You know. Yeah, that's why I'll I'll talk about it for real when it is for real. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm not hiding it. I mean, it is what's going on, but it's, mm -hmm. um, you know, when it's for real, we'll have an opening and stuff, you know, we'll have a grand opening and we'll all invite right. all the fans to come out. Maybe me and you could do the CMS from, sure. from Pittsburgh and have a couple of beers at the, at the new, um, the new pub area <laughs> you know, or right. whatever. I'm down for that. Yeah. We'll make it work. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Is that all you have? About that journey? is all I have on journey. Just, just, it's just yet another mess in the journey camp. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. All right. Well, I think that's a good place to end this segment. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, I will let you pick a tune. It, it could be journey. It could be a hard rock, heavy metal tune. So, all right, let's what do go. You think? Let's go. Um, bu -bu 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 Let's go. Um, what is that song? Da, 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 until I'm free. Da, 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 da. Um, what is the song? It's on side two of Escape. Um, I got away. Yes, I'm on my way. I, oh, I know yeah. I I'm feeling. Fe is that just called Escape? Uh, let me look real quick here. Just pull up Escape here, and I will tell you. Chihuahua. I think it's escape. just called Escape. Yeah. Is it just escape? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, I, I used to drive home from college at night, and I it, it had a, it's it's a good rocking tune. I like I, it. Yeah, I love this album. It's I don't I don't care if it is overplayed more than anything. I love it. It's I did great. too. I mean, my friends and I, you know, this was my this was my senior year in high school. It came out in eighty one. Right. I graduated in eighty two, and uh, you know it, that was the summer we were just out hanging out and you know playing basketball and working yeah. and running around at night and this this was the soundtrack of 82 for us was not as good as 87 man i don't know man <laughs> telling you it was it was a good year we we played this we played this uh tape because i had a cassette sure. tape in my car we played the shit out of this I think that was the first time I ever saw Journey was in 1982. Mm -hmm. I saw him um, at the Coliseum with Brian Adams opening up. How about that? On the Cuts Like a Knife tour. So, so you want to play the Escape song? Yeah, the, the song Escape. Okay. Oh, well, there's we've got another caller. Right. Hey, let's go, caller. You're on the air. Just real quick. Just on what you guys were talking about before, I'm just going to ask this question. Okay, ask the question, comment. Tim. You're not going to offend either one of us, and I promise neither one of us will cancel you for asking a question. It gives a talk. Um, 
Um, I was just going to ask, what, don't you think anyway that Journey, you guys were talking about different members of Journey and different members of Foreigner, etc., and how there's been so many lineup changes and all that type of stuff. But don't you think that Journey pretty much, with the, and Journey and Foreigner and all the bands of that, of that like, of that like, they're all pretty faceless fans anyway. Like, the only, the only people that anybody really knows from Foreigner is Lee Graham and may, maybe Mick Jones. And with Journey, Steve Perry and maybe um, Neil Sean. Neil Sean, but not I think Jonathan Cain was fairly famous oh. too. Yeah, because he was in the Babies, and the Babies were on the rise when he jumped ship and you know joined Journey, or or the Babies broke up, I guess. Hi. Yes, yeah, I mean they weren't they weren't exactly like the Beatles or Kiss or Motley Crue mm -hmm. and any of these types of bands where everybody knew who everybody was in the band. That was what I was trying to say. So, what is your question? That's his question. Well, do we do we think that? Well, so what? What's the difference now? Like you're saying, oh, there's, you know, Journey's pretty faceless, but they've always been pretty faceless. Okay. Good point, Tim. Good point. <laughs> no, no. Uh, is there, is there an actual question there? What's the question? Yeah. What the, the question is, do you guys agree that Journey has always been, Journey and those bands? I mean, I'm just saying, I don't understand what you're saying when you're saying, They've had so many lineup changes when they were faceless in the first place. They well, the, 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 thing, the thing that put a face to these people was MTV. Yeah. And when Escape came out and then Frontiers came out, they had numerous music videos, which each member of the band was featured in the music video. So people got to know them. And then when because Journey was such a good big band at the time, they even had video games out there where the journey escape video game where they had to get in their scarab ship and they had to fly away. And each member was a prominent member in the video game, mm -hmm. you know, as well as the MTV videos and so on. And so MTV changed the whole landscape. And we talked about this a million times on the show, how important and how influential MTV was to making band members identifiable and putting a face to the name and all that other stuff and journey even though they were a 70s band per se they capitalized on the whole rise of mtv and became each member became a, a star hey, dude you're the one that called up and fucking wrecked what was going on <laughs> Me, see, I, I silenced him with my brilliance. I guess so. All right. Goodbye, Tim. All right. Well, here it is. It's Journey with Escape exclusively here. On your classic metal show. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Classic Metal Show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, 
Thank you for checking out the Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. And hand